0: Hi everyone, this is Charmaine here, and I'm the dietitian that helps people reverse type 2 diabetes with plant-based eating, and today I have Galia here with me. Hi everyone! Awesome, awesome. And today we really wanted to talk about the process of getting off diabetic medications, and this is one of the topics that is most important when it comes to reversing diabetes because I think most people not only desire getting rid of their type 2 diabetes, but also getting off of diabetic medication. So we really want to dive deeper into the process of it and why we want to help people get off medication. So yeah, let's get started. Galia, what do you think on this topic of getting off medications and why do you think we need to discuss about this?
1: Yeah, so I am super excited to talk about this. I feel like it's not something that people speak about with much transparency. I think it's really hard to find information out there about the process of getting off of medications. And I think why we want to talk about this is because this is something that we kind of do with our clients. We're in the trenches with them during this process in, you know, the reversing diabetes program. And it's fascinating because the medical industry, healthcare professionals, sorry, there are such strict kind of guidelines and protocols that are followed when prescribing medications for diabetes. But there's nothing written that actually guides the reduction, removal of those medications. And when you look in depth into the protocols, I mean, I was looking at the ones here in the UK, they are pages long. It's crazy how detailed these protocols are that really decide, you know, which medications are going to be prescribed when, in what combinations, how are they gonna do this, right? But there's nothing that backtracks from them. There's no document that doctors can follow to remove those medications. And that's really, bizarre because it tells you a lot about the intention behind the prescribing process right these medications are being prescribed with the intention that they're not going to be removed and it says more about the mindset that people have towards diabetes of oh you're not going to reverse this right you're not going to be able to do it you're just going to have to deal with this right and you know we see that that's really not the case and so I think our kind of hope today is to put a piece of information out there that kind of talks about the process of coming off medication what to expect and you know what that looks like absolutely
0: and thank you so much for sharing i think it's awesome that you know we have a good protocol in place to help people that are first diagnosed and also for people that have had diabetes for a while and how to manage that i think that's a good thing i don't know about in uk but here in america i know that a lot of times it's very quick for a doctor to first prescribe medications for them to prescribe a form in in the first place, and even with people that have prediabetes, I know a lot of doctors do prescribe metformin right away, even before suggesting lifestyle modifications or make changes in your lifestyle. And I think personally, that's kind of just not fair because I think people do need to get a chance to make lifestyle modifications first. And I do think there needs to be a little bit of more friction before doctors put people on medication before suggesting a lifestyle change, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, 100%. I agree completely. I mean, I think in the UK, you know, I th- I feel like the US is known for almost over prescribing medication. I think it's crazy to prescribe something like metformin before suggesting lifestyle modification. I mean, in the UK, for the most part, there are cases, exceptions where this is not the case, but the first order is to suggest lifestyle modification. So there's like an education program in the UK that you can be enrolled into that kind of teaches you a little bit. It doesn't teach you enough. It's not specific enough, but it's something to kind of get the ball rolling. But I think it's implying that being on medication is better than you just trying to do it kind of on your own, right? Change a couple of things about your day to day, right? Being put on a bunch of medications is better than that. It's a better option. To me, it's, it's very bizarre. I think it's quite upsetting. And I feel like even doctors that suggest lifestyle modification, I almost guarantee it's not specific supportive enough. And we, we see that a lot of the time where people have been told, oh, you know, just change your diet, just exercise. Okay cool but what do I do <laughs> you know that it's it's not fair for people
0: yeah absolutely and it also you know in America it also depends right i think there's not necessarily a protocol for every doctor because every doctor is different and it's good that in the UK you have more of a standardized protocol but in America it just varies and you know don't get me wrong I do know some doctors that do you know suggest lifestyle change um, you know that that are supportive of lifestyle change but I think most often than not I think it's a way easier thing to prescribe medication and almost we we have to teach our clients to advocate for themselves to can I try lifestyle modifications first before you put me on this medication you know sometimes we have to coach people to advocate for themselves with their doctor and I think that's
1: something that needed to be changed for sure. 100% for me like I find that quite upsetting because like as someone who is a patient same time I know that there's always going to be a degree where you have to advocate for yourself where you have to push for what you want but as a patient you are also going to your doctor in a vulnerable state right they're the authority they're supposed to guide you they're supposed to help you so to to feel like you're not getting the support that you need to feel like you you're getting medication thrown at you you're not getting guidance support you're not being given direction it feels like a slap in the face so for me it's very very frustrating
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely and the more telling thing is there's no clear protocols on how to get patients off of diabetic medications. I think there's only one resource that I found. Uh, I think it's even like in Canada. It's not even the United States, but it's from Canada to basically give a roadmap to physicians on how to reduce, you know, medications. But I think even the organization that produced that paper or produced that mind map or roadmap, I think it's also not a standardized protocol for for people to follow, especially in in America. And I think that also says something, right? That says that it's it's not a norm to get off medications, right? It's not a norm to be able to
1: use lifestyle changes to you know change your diagnosis yeah it blows my mind even in the UK right like the UK because we have the NHS everything is protocols (laughs) you can't do anything without following a protocol and it's so standardized across the country right so to not even have something that guides it really says something on the bigger scale about how diabetes is approached in quote unquote the west right so I think it will be good to kind of run down, you know, if you're listening, what is typically prescribed, how medications are generally prescribed. This is from a protocol. But, you know, like Charmaine said, you know, most of the time people get started on metformin. So like metformin is probably the, it's the first line treatment for elevated blood sugars, right? It's the most commonly used treatment I think you hear about it all the time even people who don't know much about diabetes know what metformin is like that's how widely used this drug is and so most people get started on metformin if after a set of time their you know their numbers are not in the range that the doctors want to see them in other medications get added on top of that and this is really like where we wanted to go with this podcast episode because I think a lot of the people that come us you know their frustration is i don't want to be on four or five medications anymore right like the list keeps growing and then ultimately it becomes this situation where you find people saying i don't want to be put on insulin right so like we said people start on metformin other medications get added to increase their sensitivity to insulin to reduce the output of glucose from you know the liver to increase the output of glucose through Um, the kidneys into the urine, right? Your body is essentially being targeted on multiple levels by all of these drugs, right? Affecting multiple organ systems to help you clear the extra glucose in your blood. And it's when you think about it, right? Like when you think about how these medications work, right? All of the different tissue types they're targeting just for the sake of reducing your blood sugar. It's kind of crazy to me. Again, this just reinforcing how could you not suggest lifestyle modification is it better to like batter your body internally where all these drugs have many many side effects and that's something else that we get all the time right mean, like people saying I don't like how it makes me feel on this medication and you know when you really look into what these medications do it's not surprising that you don't feel 100% right it's not surprising that you feel bloated that your stomach hurts right that you feel dizzy or lightheaded because you're going to the toilet so much because your body's trying to clear any glucose so you're dehydrating at the same time like it's a crazy kind of cascade of events to to have have your body kind of put through
0: right yeah I agree and you know I hear a lot of times even people you know like you said they said that they don't feel themselves or they feel like it affects their mood affects their stomach and you know a lot of times we know that if someone has kidney issues, metformin is not good for that. And guess what? People with diabetes, a lot of times they get kidney issues because of their blood sugar. And so I think it's difficult and I, I don't want to, you know, it, we're not doing this podcast so that, okay, we can just write off medications or, or think that's a horrible thing. I think medications help a lot of people in some way, but I think it's the overuse of or over reliance on medication while you can actually do some lifestyle change. I think that's problematic. And, you know, even how you mentioned Galia, where a lot of times doctors add on different drugs, you know, it's actually called polypharmacy, right? Polypharmacy is basically the, the condition where you have a lot of different medications. And a lot of times it actually causes a lot of different complications or causes more hospitalizations and even i think in one you know specific case studies once that person you know i, I think it was like an elderly person but that person was on a, on a lot of different medications and once they you know cut off of it they realized a lot of their their symptoms or just brain fogginess is gone right and so i think it's or even polypharmacy can lead to fatality right which is definitely very serious. And so this is something that we want to be able to prevent if we're able to prevent it now, uh, if that makes sense. We want to be able to get off medications now, especially diabetic medications now, so you don't have to deal with all these drug-to-drug interaction or food-to-drug interactions complications in the future, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, 100%. And, you know, adding on to that, I think this is a struggle, something that people with diabetes face on a day-to-day basis. It feels like there's this endless list of things that you have to do in terms of being someone who's living with diabetes, right? So having to take a whole host of medication, having to check your sugar feeling like you have to watch what you eat right and it is a really strong correlation between the number of medications that you take the increasing complexity of your treatment and your quality of life because it increasingly has you feel like okay I'm not really living right like I can't really live I have so many restrictions I have so many things that I need to do to have quote-unquote normal blood sugars right and it really shouldn't have to be like that right I think there's there's 100 no one is saying there isn't utility behind these medications these medications are helpful they were created for a purpose right what we're trying to get at is the long-term vision right so these medications being prescribed without the intent of being reduced or without the intention to support you as an individual further to get you to come off of these medications That's the issue that we're, you know, trying to get at. And like we said, you know, it really is a risk for you as a person. The more medications you're on, the more likely, the more chance there is that those drugs are going to interact with each other, with things in your system, with food, right? Increasing risk. Those drugs can have complications on your body, which then need to be treated with other medications, right? So it's this kind of endless chain and cascade. And where does it stop? where does it end? You know, how how do you <laughs> backtrack from that? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I think a lot of people feel stuck as well, right? Because they're on all these medications, and if they don't take it, it spikes their blood sugar up, and that's even worse. But then they still want to get off medications. And I think that's what we're trying to do is to help people get unstuck and know that they can get off medications. And, you know, if you want, Galia, we can also share what we've seen in us helping people get off medications. Because I think, first, it can be kind of scary (laughs) to, you know, just get off medications but I do want to emphasize that when we help people in this process we do involve their their doctors in it we don't just say like oh get off this medications or you know just just do this we we do involve their doctors because you know at the end of the day doctors have the authority to prescribe and unprescribe drugs right and so you know one of the biggest and, and proudest things that we're about is to help people get off medications by changing their lifestyle and so what we really focus on is of course helping people reverse insulin resistance, which is if you don't know, if you have, haven't listened to our other podcast reversing insulin resistance is all about reducing fatty acids in your liver cells, in your muscle cells. So that helps your body be better at processing carbohydrates. So that naturally brings your blood sugar down. And so what that does is it increases your insulin sensitivity. It reduces your need for extra insulin or metformin because your body's natural function of insulin is working well. And so usually what happens is once you're able to basically, of course, we don't tell people to get on medications right away. What we do is like, let's say someone is on metformin, glipizide, and insulin, right? Usually insulin is the, the first one to go because it's so strong. If that person still has their own internal insulin but basically what happens is once we help them lower their blood sugar then we're gonna inform them okay like it's it's when we see their blood sugar is getting lower and lower we've informed that okay it's time to let your doctor know this is the blood sugar you're getting your doctor can reduce insulin and then once you get off insulin eventually we get you know we, we focus on glipocyte right Glipizide is also one of the stronger medications so we start from the strongest to like the least uh, strongest which is metformin so a lot of times we we help Clients get off medications little by little or one by one, so you can eventually be free of medications if you still have that uh, internal insulin, if that makes sense. And so, what would you say is some of the observations that we've seen in our clients helping them get off medications?
1: Yeah. So, I think naturally, everyone's journey, everyone's experience is different, everyone's body is different, but you know, we do see. Kind of common trends and and like you said with people who are using insulin insulin is generally the first medication to come down and then be removed from the kind of dosing regimen so like Charmaine said you know what, what we do is we really focus on a diet that's low in fat right and that's plant-based that's whole food plant-based and so ultimately what happens is like Charmaine said people's insulin resistance comes down they become more insulin sensitive so their carbohydrate tolerance improves they're able to eat more carbohydrates requiring less insulin and so that insulin dose gets tapered down if people are using two types of insulin right if they're using like the bolus insulin the rapid acting insulin for meals that comes down first because it's related to the improved carbohydrate tolerance, right? And then the background insulin, the one that's generally 24 hours or 12 hours um, long, that comes down. Next to go, like Charmaine said, would be, you know, glipizide or Janumet, Jardians, those types of medications as well that are particularly strong, mostly acting on your liver, on your kidneys. Those go away (laughs) eventually as well after we've Reduce the insulin needs or removed the exogenous insulin, the insulin that you're injecting. And then, you know, for people who aren't on combinations of of medication, if they're just on metformin, you know, that dose is typically cut down relatively quickly, particularly the more you adhere to to being plant-based. I think people are really, really surprised when they experience that because most people have been told, and like we've, touched on, you know, the intention when these medications are prescribed is that you're not really going to come off them, right? And that's what a lot of people are led to believe. So when you see your numbers coming down, and then the medication that you're taking actually giving you low blood sugars, I think people are really shocked and confused. And it's, you know, not what they anticipated to happen, not what they expected, or, you know, it's not something that people thought was possible. But it, it definitely is. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting here on our end with our clients looking at you know, their journals, their blood sugar metrics, right? Anticipating these kind of drops, right? Because they've become so insulin sensitive. And then we have to reach out to them and be like, it's time for you to reach out to your doctor and tell them this medication might need to be reduced or might need to go because it's too much, for, like you don't need it anymore. And people are, you're know, really, really shocked to hear that. But I think that's one of the most like satisfying moments this work right like that surprise that people have and be like you're doing it it's happening right like you thought this wasn't gonna happen but it is and isn't that incredible so yeah I think like I said before you know it happens in different times for everyone it kind of happens in different ways but generally that's what we see depending on the combination of medications that people are on the like quote-unquote medications that people wanted to avoid the most are the first to go right so that insulin is the first to come down it's the first to be removed and then the others follow
0: yeah I love that and I agree it's it's the most satisfying thing and I think people are so surprised because they're actually eating more carbs than before so they're so surprised to see that they're blood sugar is going down and that they are getting off medication And it's very hard for people to wrap their mind around because we're we're in such a culture of car carbs to lower your blood sugar right but what we're doing here is really getting to the root cause and i just want to say one more thing to um you know in the process of getting off medications you might see that like your your blood sugar might increase a little bit once you get off metformin because your body was so used to having the metformin lower it. So that's totally normal, but eventually it will come down as you continue to improve your insulin sensitivity. So just wanted to add that in, but I think it's just so exciting what we're doing here because I genuinely think that what we're doing here in reversing on plants, is going to change the climate of our diabetes world. It's going to change how people view medications. It's going to change how doctors prescribe medications. It's amazing because we actually have, you know, doctors being surprised by our our clients' results and they're recommending their other patients to um, do the same. So I think it's amazing. Amazing. And for those of you who want to learn more about the science behind reversing type two diabetes, make sure you go to our free training. And if you want to work with us to help you reverse your type two diabetes, make sure you book a call with us to see how we can help you in our reversing diabetes system. The links are in the show notes or our YouTube description, or it's also on our social media uh, link tree as well. So we're super excited to help you help change the world. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one.